In the Park Festival is back in Newcastle, and you could be there watching headliner Rag and Bone Man. We have two pairs of tickets to give away to see Rag and Bone Man on Sunday the 5th of May. He'll be joined by Newcastle-born singer-songwriter and brother to Sam, the hugely talented Liam Fender. To be in with a chance of winning two tickets, just answer the following question. What is the real first name of Rag and Bone Man? Is it Reginald, Rory or Colin? To enter, download the free Durham On Air app for your smartphone or tablet, click on Win, and you could be in Newcastle watching Rag and Bone Man on the 5th of May. Entries close at 11pm on May the 2nd. For full terms and conditions, visit durhamonair.com. In the Loop, a podcast from the heart of Durham. Hello and welcome to In the Loop, the Durham podcast. We are on to episode eight, being recorded and published at the beginning of May 2022. I'm your host, Emma Hignett. Thank you for joining me. Uh, Before I get into this podcast, it is a special podcast. Um, A big thank you first to City of Durham Parish Council for supporting us, for supporting this podcast. It's created in association with Totally Locally Durham, the movement championing the independence that make Durham City different from any other city. So as I mentioned, this one, is a special edition of our podcast, a special episode with only one guest, uh, one subject, one that's exceptionally big for our county and our city right now. Um, The week after this has been recorded, um, obviously you can listen whenever you want, but the week after it was recorded is a big week for the Durham 2025 bid, the bid to have the County of Durham named as the winner of City of Culture 2025. Uh, they've pushed the boat out on that one. Um, but, you know, they're perfectly frank about why and how. Um, but you can find out all, all about that. So to find out about the bid, about the ideas behind the bid, the plans that will bring people into the county of Durham and the city of Durham and bring people together who live here in the city and county and well and truly put the city and the county on the map, both in the UK and far beyond. Uh, I am delighted to say that I had the chance to talk to the chair of Culture Durham, that is Tony Harrington. So uh, without further ado, uh, go on. Here, have a listen to me chatting with Tony Harrington about the Durham 2025 bid, The City Loop. I'm a bit excited about this one, I have to admit, um, because we're doing a special uh, for the In The Loop podcast and talking to Tony Harrington, who is Chair of Culture Durham, and I imagine in the middle of some manically busy few weeks as we have... (laughs) I mean, if I'm right, any day now, the panel who decide on the 2025 City of Culture should be visiting. Is that right? Yeah. Hello, Emma. It's it's great to be on here. Um, Yes, uh, we are very busy. I'm just one of many, by the way. So there are a lot of people working very hard on this. Um, uh, We started off when we on this journey about a year ago and there were 20 uh, cities applied yes. and then we managed to get down to a short list of or, or what they called the long list which is actually a shorter long list uh, <laughs> of eight this is we are working with government here so you know it's confusing yeah. and then um, we got to uh, the final four we found out that we we're in the final four a few weeks ago and now um, over the next 
week or two, we're going to have visits from the panel um, to is the that, county. Is that they all come together or yeah, do people yeah. So the process is that um, uh, th there is a, a, a panel of, of people who are uh, selected to, to oversee and, uh, and make the final judgment alongside the Department of Culture, Media, Sport. Um, and the chair of that panel is Phil Redmond, um, who people may have heard of through his Brookside and Hollyoaks fame. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there are, I think uh, there are 11 people coming to Durham all with various experience. Some might be from a cultural background. Some might be from a business background. Some might be from a, a kind of local authority background. So a very broad range of people. Uh, and we, we take them around. Uh, uh, and um, I guess our task is to convince them that we, well, one, that we have a really, really great offer. And two, that we can actually do it. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, it'll be an interesting process. I mean, the part of the issue for us is that ours is a county wide bid and not just the city. And anyone who knows Durham knows that you can't really do the county in a day. Or, it, or if you do, you're going to spend a lot of time on your bottom on a bus or a, a car or wherever. Um, so we, we have to work out how we can best show them the, the full wonder. Of, of the county and the potential of the county if we win this. Um, uh, and so that they can see that, you know, we've got fantastic coastline and we've got the amazing uh, dales and then we've got the beautiful city. Uh, yeah. And then all of the industrial uh, heritage that is part of that this is all built on. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a, gonna be an interesting job. And that happens next week. So okay. if you see anyone wandering around, uh, like a group of 11 and they look like they're um, uh, doing, uh, looking at stuff, help say, oh, are you the city of culture bid? Fantastic. It's brilliant here. So all the help we can get. Um, and then we find out the end of May. I will shut up now. Then we find out the end of May uh, whether we've been successful or not. Gosh, it's been such a build-up, you know, yeah. and, 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 you know, I guess after this visit next week, it's, it's out of your hands then. Well, there is one further interview where they do, I think, um, like a, a technical interview, which is like the really hard questions about uh, you say you're going to bring in this amount of economic development. How exactly are you going to do that? Uh, and you're going to bring in this number of tourists. How are you going to do that? So I think that's uh, 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 a part of it as well. Um, but yeah, then, then it really is in the lap of the, well, I won't say the gods, it's in the lap of the panel and the government to make the decision uh, as to whether we're successful or not. So imagine that we are successful. Yeah. Fingers crossed. You can't see that. Let's say we yeah, are yeah, successful. Yeah. So, you know, for anybody going, and what will happen if we, what will 2025 look like yeah. if Durham, the county of Durham genuinely is the city of culture winner? Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's at the outset of this, we always said, although this was going to be a year long festival uh, with wonderful things happening, that we had to have a much longer vision and it has to have a 10 year vision. Um, and we all know that there are a number of things that will make the county a better place to work, live, study, run a business in. Um, 
so there is a there, there are some kind of hard economic outcomes that would be part of this process. We're you know we're we're looking at um, through this creating two and a half thousand jobs uh, by um, twenty twenty nine and and two hundred new creative companies in in the county. Um, we're predicting fifteen million visitors to the region. Um, and one of the things for us is that we want them to stay overnight. A lot of the time, people who come to visit the county jump off the train, walk up to the cathedral or wherever, and then they may be off to Edinburgh, Newcastle, or wherever, or the other way, whichever way they're going. We want people to stay because then we know they'll spend more money. Yeah. Um, and, and we think we have a fantastic offer right across the county. So we're trying, that will be a, a big outcome for us. Um, we, um, I guess the other thing is things like this act as a catalyst for investment. Um, if, if we are successful, it puts Durham on a, on both on a national international map that it isn't on, or it maybe could be, it is a little bit, but I think we all know that it could be better. Um, uh, so, um, I think it would raise our profile nationally and internationally, um, and I think the really important part for us is that people feel that, uh, that they're part of a longer journey. So as part of the, the, the during the year, there will be a load of events and fantastic things happening in the county. Um, you know, some of them right across the county so obviously that we would be using the assets of this of the county from the sea to the to the skies um but it, there's a longer term aim for us is which which is about trying to use culture of, as a way of growing durham nationally and internationally over the next generation so for the next generation of people who are going to start to come here young people are a really important part of this for us you know, we we know, uh, especially now at, at, at this point in time, that it's quite a hard time to be young. I think you come through a pandemic, you come through uh, all sorts of unsettled things happening in the world. Um, yeah. So we're really committed to trying to um, make sure that young people have a fantastic time, but also that there are progression routes for them in terms of their jobs, in terms of their life skills. Um, so it's really important that, that we, although we focus on the year, that we have a much longer term view. Culture Durham is behind this bid and Culture Durham is, well, the bid is, has various sort of major players in it. And yeah. Am I right in thinking that Durham Univers University is a big player yeah. in that yeah. bid? Yeah, let me just explain a little bit. Um, so Culture Durham, which I'm the chair of, uh, has existed since 2009. I haven't been a chair of since 2009, although I might look old. I'm not quite that old. <laughs> um, uh, but um, we are, I guess, an alliance of, of cultural organisations from right across the county, um, large ones from the university to the county council, Beamish, Bowes, you, uh, the, the cathedral, and also some smaller organisations, which I guess are locality based or so, you know, maybe East Durham Creates or Northern Heartlands or my own organisations so who are based in particular parts of the county um, and do specific types of work. Maybe so we have 
it, within the county, we have Tin Arts, who are an amazing um, dance company who do work with people with disabilities. So we, as a sector, all sit under this thing called the Culture Durham. And the Culture Durham came out of a failed bid for City of Culture. So in 2013, um, uh, Durham was unsuccessful. It was the year Derry, London, Derry won the City of Culture. And from that, it was felt that, um, that uh, a cultural partnership would be a useful thing to happen or to, 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 to create. Um, so I've been chair for a couple of years. And for me, um, the key thing for us is that we, we speak collectively as a sector and that we can play a part in making um, Durham a really exciting place to work in, to live in, to study in, to invest in, um, and that the culture, cultural sector as a whole, whether you're a, a local organisation or a large organisation, can, can make that happen or can play a part in making that happen. You know, we all know that people feel if you are having a if you've got a, a good cultural environment to operate in it's a more exciting place to be you know and, and that that's interesting because it, what we talked about in the beginning was investment and getting visitors in and, and creating jobs but actually to to people who live in the villages say where I do in Teesdale or people who live in you know on the outskirts of the city of Durham people who live across in near the coast you know, it is also designed to impact their local communities and, and, and to involve them and their neighbours, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, that's key. That's really key. Um, and it's also a unique feature of our bid because there hasn't ever been a county of culture. This would be the first one if we win. Um, and so it's the challenge to the team is to how do you create a programme that that impacts upon someone living in Stanley? How do you create a programme that someone living in Frosterley or wherever, you know, that, 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 and um, uh, there are lots of things that will happen that will be in specific locations across the county. And then there are things, so for instance, one of the, one of the um, things we're talking about is creating um, every bus stop. There are over 4,000 bus stops in County Durham. Every bus stop becomes a, an art site, a created curated art site. So it could wow. be, it could be the um, the people in your village. I don't know if you've got a bus in stopping. Your got, I've got a bus stop, literally. Okay. On the side of that window. <laughs> Fantastic. So potentially, the people in your village could curate a, a, a gallery space in your bus stop for. A, a year, a week, or whatever it is they felt they wanted to do. Or if there's a primary school in your village, that school could potentially create, or all of you could do that. So it's trying to be playful um, yeah. and look at where opportunity might lie um, uh, and then to, to, to respond to, to what, what's possible. You know, um, so another project that we're talking about uh, it would involve um, um, uh, NASA, the university, the amazing dark skies that you have out where you are. Yeah, we um, do. And, may, and, and what happens if you bring artists, academics, nature together? You have something 
potentially very special. And one of the things we're talking about is getting maybe sending a message up to space and space sending a message it's far it's a message back to, to Earth and so that that comes back to into into Durham. You know, there's all sorts of um clever things that we can do, I think, that that can spread spread the message and involve people uh, far and wide. We're also talking about developing these things called place labs. 12 place labs across the across the county um and each of these would be in in the major one in each of the major settlements um and they would be spaces where uh local people visit local people can create their own work there'll be artists events happening there it might be gallery spaces it could be really really flexible but it happens in your in your space in your where you are. I mean, I think we know, and I'm sure you've come across this. One of our issues within the county is transport. Yeah. Um, and if you live where you live, it's not that easy. So if you certainly if you haven't got a car yes. to to get to um, uh, see something in even in in the, the cathedral or somewhere like that, you know, it's really hard to get back. So I think. We have to find ways, one, of trying to tackle that so that we can try and work with the bus companies and whoever else, the local authority, to try and say, here's a real issue. Is there a way we can start to try and address this? But also we bring the art to the people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's uh, it's ambitious. I can't just say it's ambitious for us, um, but I think it's kind of... It's a once in a generation opportunity, I think, if you want my honest opinion. The amount of work that's gone into this, there won't be, you know, we've gone for it now. Um, If we don't get it, there's still plans to do loads and loads of this, but it would obviously not be at the same scale because we wouldn't be able to attract the same amount of money. What is interesting, though, is that cities who have failed in the past or have not won, let's say have not won, it sounds better than failed, doesn't it? Have it not does. won, have gone on to um, to create a whole load of other investment has come their way because what you're basically doing is saying, we're ready for business, we're open, we're really, really excited about this, and, and, we're, and we're an exciting opportunity for investment, whether that be from Arts Council England or whoever, um, and I think it just puts you on the map as a bit more of a player than we might have been previously, even if we lose, even if we lose. That sort of comes into the levelling up conversation. We hear the term levelling up everywhere we go right yeah. now. Um, I think even Sting uses it in a quote on, on your, your prospectus for the bid. Um, yeah. And it's sort of like we're saying, this is how I interpret it. We're saying, yes, OK, the government's going on about levelling up, but we're not going to sit on our bums and wait for them to deliver leveling up we're going to say this is what we've got yeah exactly and, and leveling up is is a um a bit of a catch-all phrase isn't it i mean we, we durham has a, a a significant number of areas that have been identified as as you know in need of investment and leveling up um we would argue that culture can play a big part in that um agenda um, and not just in terms of um, financially, but also in terms of how people feel. And levelling up is about emotional engagement as well as financial opportunity. And if you don't feel positive, if you don't feel that there's opportunity or if you feel that 
the one thing I want to do is to get out of where I'm born because there's no opportunity for me here, then we've got a problem, haven't we? So yeah. for me, I think I see our role um, in levelling up, not just in terms of its economic impact, but also its social um potential of, of creating communities who are cohesive create communities who who are excited about what's happening in their space who are talking to each other about what's happening in their space so another one of our programs is um uh, a, a, a really large-scale traveling fair except it would not be like a, a like a, a normal fair it would be a um a creative fair but it would also be an opportunity for debate and and discussion and that might be about you know if you're so for instance if you, where we are in stanley one of the big issues at the moment is is young kids um being um very very uh, destructive on the streets at night because and they're bored causing, pardon because they're bored. Because they're bored, yeah, because they're bored and they haven't got opportunity. So, yeah. you know, it might be, it, I think that would, again, would respond to whatever it is that's within that particular place, that what are those issues and how do we start to use the arts culture as a way of trying to address that? that that's another thing that you... See, I, I read the document this morning. I went through it all in detail oh, before talking to you. I <laughs> must have got up early. You <laughs> had the small one. And it was a small one. But what, what struck me was, you know, quite often words like arts and culture are associated with inaccessibility. Yeah. Um, people who are above you, people with mm. a higher degree, people with more money to access yeah. these kinds of things. And, and without actually saying those words, the whole feel of the document I read this morning was, no, we're real people. And it's as much for, you know, the... 90 year old woman down the street as it is for the five-year-old kid the opposite way down the street yeah. never mind what your background what your job it, it's about everybody yeah no I, and I, I you know I've spent my working life believing that and trying to make that happen and I think that is true um and I think uh some of those organizations that might have been accused of elitism good um, word <laughs> uh, in the past I think really are trying to change that now and I do think there is an, a real aspiration to try and make uh, everything as accessible as possible um, and, and I think that's right that's absolutely right I mean I just to there was a point when we were doing the bid um, where you know everyone was coming up with some fantastic ideas and oh we could do this and we could do that and then there was a point where we started to look at the data about County Durham and and it was uh, and you know what what are some of the issues that that are are coming out of um the data that we're looking at and it sort of gave us a point almost like a tipping point of understanding what we might be able to do and we came up with kind of three areas of step change that we felt that the bid could focus on i think it will do other things but and that was about we need to look at the health and well-being of, of people, the mental health issues that are rife in our communities now, physical health, you know, the awful um, suicide rate in the county. So there are a number of things that came out around health and well-being that we needed to, I think, to reference in, in what we were doing. Economic impact, which I've talked about, you know, poverty underpins an awful lot of this. 
um, things that are happening in, in, uh, and um, uh, we have to try and find ways to, to um, bring more investment into the county. And the third thing, it was about how, how you can use culture to make you feel more engaged, more part of your community. How you know uh, how how you can use culture? We use this phrase: uh, it culture can help you walk in another person's shoes, and I think that's true. You know, if it's the right sort of thing, and you know, sometimes I've been to some things where I would say that is definitely not the case. That it would <laughs> basically, I'd like to leave at the at the interval if that's possible. Um, but at its best, you know, it's a great way of of allowing people to to express what they feel, share what they feel, um, and celebrate as well. So I think if we, if we can start to look at those three areas through this bid, look, take a long-term overview of that, um, and I think we're, we're probably going to be, uh, it's going to be a fantastic thing. I mean, there's been a lot of work gone on with the business community. We've got... Um, I think it was last time, I think it was about 600 businesses signed up to, to and this is across the region, not all just Durham, because it, it would have an impact broad in a, a, across the Northeast, but 600 businesses who have pledged £515,000 um, to support this bid. You know, so so there's a real feeling that people have got behind it um, and, and and can maybe see that this is an opportunity here that that we should really do our very very best to 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 seize you know so for instance go northeast the bus company have badged up a bus which you'll see going around yeah. the county um other people are getting behind it in the ways that they can um and that's because i think we we are listening engaging with people not just coming at it from a isn't art brilliant um, you should all be really grateful that we're going to do lots of lovely art for you in 2025. Not that it's, we believe that if you create a space, which is exciting, stimulating, it makes everyone happier. It makes everything better um, and makes more, more opportunities for everybody. So that's sort of you know a very simplistic overview of what we're trying to do. But a very positive one. And yeah. that, should, that should bring you back. So obviously this uh, podcast is focused on Durham City, but we, you know, we know this is a bid for the county mm. and, and that's fabulous. Um, but we, we do champion our independent businesses in Durham. So, you know, in the market hall, you've got 40 of them around the city centre. Mm. We found the landscape has changed um, with a lot of the multiples disappearing and a lot of specialist little businesses who really know what they're doing coming in so my two questions well first question is how can those little businesses back the bid support mm. the bid and fingers crossed that we win it support 2025 yeah, yeah. well uh, the, the the we have um uh, you can sign up on the website we have a website with, and you can sign your pledge your support as a business um, and please do. It doesn't cost anything. It's just really it's just to say we're here um, and we think it's, you know, it could help us. Um, social media now, as you will know, um, <laughs> uh, it, we're forever on all of the Instagrams, the 
Facebooks, uh, Twitter. So again, if you can support by by um, uh, sharing, retweeting, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but I suppose also ideas, and it, because although this is um, a lot of commitments have been made with stuff like this it's still always in creation what opportunities are there what you could do is that has not shut down so in terms of getting the bid clearly we have to say we're going to do this we can't go in and say well we're not quite sure maybe we might do a bit of this. we have a fairly clear view but within those parameters there are opportunities i still feel for people to come and say wouldn't it be amazing to do uh, uh, something in the marketplace or could we have uh, bands playing in the marketplace every wednesday maybe have already uh, but you know i think I know that, that opportunity for dialogue is there and ultimately if we are successful and you are getting um, a really big growth in numbers of people coming into the county that's got to be good for for everybody, um, and um, uh, I, I think that the independents are, are are really exciting part of of the city. You know, I love to go into the marketplace and look at what what's happening in there, and 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 it's probably the future of the high streets generally, isn't it? Um, yeah. Certainly in some of our smaller high streets outside of the city as well. But those companies that come in, whether they're whatever they are, and, and just try and make something happen. Yeah. So um, we're, we're, we're big supporters. I can't speak for the local authority, obviously, because I'm but I know that the county council uh, are, are, have put themselves behind this bid hugely. Um, and in a way, it's something that whether you're on the Labour side, the Liberal side or the Tory side, you can see a benefit. So in a way, it kind of it cuts <laughs> out some of the stuff that might normally be going on. Um, but I have no doubt that um, it, it's raised the, the profile of, of, of culture and also within the county council, but also how the county council can use culture to support some of the people who you're promoting there. Thank you. I think, I think you know, the independent businesses I think just want to feel a real part of it. They're yeah. part of the city centre. Those are people who've invested, you know, their passions and often their money yeah. into their businesses. And so, so yeah, you know, if we have, Millions more people visiting Durham, the county and the city. It's good for everyone, surely. Well, I, I would hope so. I've, I do believe that. I do believe that to be true. And as I say, the door certainly is not shut to new opportunity. And I think that's really important that people don't think that it's this is all done and dusted, that if there are some of those independents who, who have fantastic ideas, well, let, let's, let's talk to them. Let's make it happen. Brilliant. Tony, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I suppose the last thing to say is good luck. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> we you are rooting much. for you. We, good. We, we really hope that we're speaking to you again in a few months, maybe, and celebrating. Yeah, that's fantastic. And thank you very much. And keep up the good work. I'll try. Thank <laughs> it's you. Been lovely talking to you. Cheers now. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. In the Loop, the Durham podcast. An absolutely huge thank you to Tony uh, for giving up his time to chat to me. It was an absolute pleasure. Um, what a lovely bloke. 
You know what? Do you know what? What a lovely bloke. Anyway, so if you do see anyone who looks like a judge in the next week, so that is the week commencing the, I think it's the 9th of May, 8th or 9th of May, um, smile, be helpful, say how wonderful Durham is and the county of Durham and say how wonderful the bid is and say we would love to be the winners of City of Culture. Um, and also go to the Durham 2025 website, just put it in Google, it'll come up, um, to pledge your support either as yourself, a human being, or on behalf of your business. Um, And thank you for tuning in to In The Loop, the Durham podcast with me, Emma Hignett. Uh, The show notes have various links and social media for the Durham 2025 campaign. And finally, do me a favour, spread the word. Um, It'd be great if we can get this podcast spread as far as possible so that as many people as possible can find out about the bid. Um, I know it's sort of, you know, We'll all know by the end of May whether we've got it or not, but it'd be wonderful to have people sort of backing it right now. So spread this podcast far and wide, please. Thank you. Um, If you've got an idea for a future podcast, drop me a line. You can email admin at totallylocallydurham.co.uk. And that's it for now. We will be back um, in a few weeks with another edition of In The Loop, the Durham podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. You're locked in a strange room. Time is against you. You need to get out, and there's only one way to do it. Have you got what it takes to discover the clues, solve the puzzles, and escape before the clock runs out? Then step into Escape Rooms Durham and see if you can unravel the mystery of Mr. Borrowdale's study or steal the formula in the lab heist. Escape Rooms Durham is the perfect challenge for families, friends, colleagues and birthdays. Find out more at escapedurham.co.uk Then come and escape from Escape Rooms Durham on Sadler Street in Durham City Centre.